0: I don't know about you, but my life can be a little crazy sometimes. Um, and it's, it's so jam-packed with things. Uh, with, with so many kids living in our, in our, in our house and, and so many activities that we've got to bring them, and, and both Suzanne and I work, and, and, and many of y'all are in the same boat. And it's just like, where, where do we find the time? Uh, to do some things. You're, in fact, you're, you're probably saying, you know, Frank, this 40 days of prayer thing is a really cool idea, but I just, I, I just can't carve it out. I can't carve out that time. I don't know what I need to do uh, to, to help with, uh, with my life that is so cluttered and so complex. I need to simplify my life. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. I do all the time. And I'm always trying to figure out ways, how can I make this much more simple? How can I simplify my life? And so um, we're going to talk about that over just the next three weeks. Starting today and the next few Sundays, we're going to visit the word simplify. We're going to look at what uh, uh, the Bible says about it. We're going to look at some examples today. We're actually going to look at, uh, I think, the, the best person who showed us a simple life, and that was Christ. And we're going to look at that and to see uh, how we can apply that to our lives. But many times, when we think, uh, "Well, I need to, I need to simplify my life. I need to sort of unclutter my life," many, many of us think, "I just need to stop doing some things. I need to get rid of some things." I don't know about you. When when I feel overwhelmed and I feel like my life is not simple at all, uh, I start throwing things away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I haven't used it in two weeks, I'd just like throw it away, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I have to, sometimes I have to ask the kids, hey, you know, do you play this, play with this? And, you know, we, I've also been known as like, hey, the kids are at school, you know, I'm going to go through some things and, you know, hey, we don't need a lot of this stuff. It just kind of helps me feel good, but, you know, that's not really getting to the root of the problem, that's not really getting to the root of that. You know, a lot of times we just say, well, we gotta stop doing some things. We gotta remove some things from our lives when it actually we, we just need to start doing the right things. We just need to be doing the right things. And when we do that, we'll see today, as we do the right things, we're going to have that time to, uh, uh, to, to do the most important things and those other things that are cluttering our lives will simply fade Away, in light of the bigger things that we should be doing in our life, and um, uh, so using this example, let's say if you had a a main water line break in your house, and we've we've actually had that in the Bennett house, and it's not fun. Um, but let's just say if that main water line break was 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 in your house, and you had uh, it was kind of in your basement area, and um, and so. You, you see that there's water spewing everywhere in the basement, and so quickly you think, okay, I've gotta get a tool to, to fix this, okay? So you go to your garage and you're trying to find your tools, but you can't find the tool because there's so much stuff on your on your uh, your workbench, and there's so much stuff in the way, and you can't find the right tool, and and, and everything is just not organized. So you're like, well, maybe I don't need a tool. So you go down to the basement, and you try to get to the water line, but you can't get to it because there's so much stuff in the basement, so much stuff blocking the way, and blocking you, and inhibiting you from getting to the water line. And then all in all, you're, you're having your house being flooded while you're standing there, and you can do very little because there's so much clutter in the way. Sometimes life breaks. Sometimes life breaks and it creates a mess. And with that, we've gotta be able to have access to the things, the most important things in our lives when that happens. And, and sometimes we've got stuff getting in the way, it's clutter in our head. Clutter in our heart, clutter in the relationships, obviously clutter in our schedule, clutter in our responsibilities. And so you might be thinking, well Frank, how do I, how do I know um, if, if I've got too much clutter? How do, how do I know if my life is, is too complex? Well, if, if your life is too complex, you probably have shared statements like, I, I'm so exhausted, I'm so exhausted, I'm done. You know, or I'm overwhelmed. You know, or I'm, my, my, my schedule is just just completely full and overrun to capacity. And you could be sitting there just thinking, yeah, I've said that before. I've said those kinds of things before. If that's the case, then you have um, a life that is cluttered. And you have, uh, you have uh, things in your life that's standing in the way of you getting to the root of any kind of change you want to make in your life. Because everybody in this room, everybody in this room, it's, it's part of, it's part of uh, how we're wired. We want to make positive changes. Now, as believers, we want to make positive changes towards a life of righteousness, right? But, but many times... As we try to make those changes and we get to the root of the problem, we're unable able to do that. We're not able to get to the root of the problem because of things cluttered in our life. Well, sometimes those things happen because of our own actions. Sometimes those things happen because of our own actions. We, we take on too much. We can't say no. We like to say yes, because we like to please people, Right. We, we don't wanna let anybody down. And so we, we end up running our lives based upon the demands of others and we end up uh, having so much um, that to, to try to take on that it's just, it's just cluttered. Sometimes life steps in and gives us clutter, right? Sometimes life happens and, and uh, let's say if you have an um, you know, un, unexpected pregnancy okay, or an unexpected, you know, maybe you were let go by your boss and that was unexpected, okay? And now you may think, well, that's actually a life of uncluttered. You can kind of relax and stuff. No, what happens is it fills your mind with all kinds of clutter. It's like, oh, I'm not worthy to have this job. Uh, People don't like me, okay? What am I gonna do to take care of my family, you know how can I get to the next? I mean, what's the next step? And so, even though yeah, you were let go of your of your job or, or whatever, you still have clutter in your mind. Just using some examples that how life can step in a health bad health report. Life can step in and bring clutter in your heart and in your mind. So, what do we do with that? What do we do with that? Well. My, my question is, to you is, today, is how full is your bucket? How full is your bucket? Because we all have a bucket inside us, a bucket of energy, if I could use that word, a bucket of energy, a bucket of focus, whatever that is, to where you can focus in and apply your energy to, to, to just life and to just handle life. And so how full is your bucket? And so as, as we uh, look at that, I have here a, um, a bucket that I want to share with you. And this bucket has three levels on it. And so as you see from this bucket, we have a low and medium and high on here. And so this bucket represents your energy in your life. And so As as, um, you are able to fill your bucket with things in this life that bring you energy, okay, that makes you excited, that makes you want to do great, incredible things. And so maybe you have a little bit of energy and it's kind of low, okay, it's kind of low, you know, if if you're if you're sitting here today and you're like, yeah, that's me, bro. That's that's me right there. Because when when you have low energy, what happens? I, I don't know about you. When, you, when you have low, when I have low energy, I'm not I'm not close to God. Okay, I'm not close to God. And and when when you have when you have low uh, low energy, low focus, you tend to be uh, probably irritable. Uh, to people, and you tend to be uh, easily frustrated, and uh, things just sort of tick you off just like that. I've been there; you have probably been there as well. And so, um, as we as we do things in our life, and we're going to get to what those look like in just a moment. But as we do things in our life, we also have energy that we can pour into our life, and that's what this is all about. It's all about pouring in. Some energy that <laughs> will help us handle life. So maybe you're you could be sitting sitting there and like you know I'm I'm kind of at a medium energy level and you know I'm able to I'm able to handle some things but there's still there's still some things that are in my life that just sort of rub me the the wrong way or. Or, I'm, you know, I kind of meet with God just a little bit. You know, me and God are kind of on some pretty good terms. But, um, but at the same time, it could be better. It could be better. And so, as you're able to fill things in your life, you just know that you can go to a source of energy. And again, we'll be getting into that. You'll be getting a source of energy to where you can fill this thing up all the way up to where you have energy. And so as this thing gets up all the way up to high, and you're sitting here thinking, all right, well, uh, I'm sitting here, and I've got a lot of energy. I'm sitting here, and I've I've got a lot of focus in my life. You know, and, and there's a reason why that is, while you're sitting here today, and you could be—that could be you. But as as we uh, as we go through life, and we have that high energy, what that looks like is that we're we're tracking with God. Okay, we have we have um, a, a relationship with God to where we feel like, man, when God is speaking to us, we're there, we're there, we're we're with Him, and we hear. Uh, every word he says. It, it, whether he's speaking to us in prayer, uh, through God's word, okay, you could be going through the 40 days of prayer and God could be speaking to you uh, through that, through either his word or through prayer. And, and, you're, and you're sitting here and you're, you're thinking, you know, yeah, I know what that feels like, I know what that's like. Um, when I don't know about you, but when I've got a lot of energy, when, I, when I'm full, when my bucket is full, Okay, and, and and I'm like um I'm I'm the person that God designed me to be, and I, I'm feeling like okay, I'm Frank. I mean, this is this is how Frank should be like. You know, things don't really rub me the wrong way too too much. I'm not easily frustrated. I'm walking with God. I I, I love everybody, I'm liking everybody. Yes, that means Alabama fans also, you know, and so I'm loving people and, and I'm and I'm I'm really that pastor, that shepherd, all right? And, and so, I'm full. But I'm telling you something, y'all. I'm a pastor. I'm human just like you. And sometimes my bucket, my energy bucket, gets low. It gets low. And so, we've got to watch out for those things that sort of drain this bucket. Because... I'm going to venture to say there have been times in your life, maybe even recently, where you, you're riding high, okay? You're riding high. Things are going well. You're, you're, uh, you, you have um, done some things to fill up your bucket. You have done some things in your life that uh, lately that it's like, man, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But then all of a sudden, there comes a hole in your bucket. The hole comes in your bucket to where this thing starts draining down. Let's say if you have a a, a conversation with your boss and it's not a good conversation. Hole in your bucket. Okay? Kids fighting on the way to church. And you just want to, you're on the way to church, right? You just want to pull over and just like, like, you know, go after them. I mean that's that's a hole in your bucket. It, it just drains you. Or if you or if you have a a, a bad relationship, maybe be between your spouse. I mean it's like it's like something triggers that, and you've got a hole in your bucket, and 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 this just keeps going down and down and down. To where you you're trying to fill it, but there's holes in your life. This hole is in your bucket, and it's just draining you, and you're like, what is wrong? There's holes in our bucket. And how do we deal with that? How do we fill our bucket? Well, we see this in Mark chapter one, verse 29 through 39. If you wanna turn your uh, Bible to Mark chapter one, there in the New Testament, so you have Matthew, Mark, so it's the second book uh, there in in the New Testament. And so um, we're gonna look at an example how Jesus uh, showed us uh, to fill your bucket. Because Jesus was God and man, and so because he was man, because he was a spirit of God placed in a, a, a human body, he knew that he had to fill his bucket. He had to fill his bucket. He had to fill his, his body, his, his mind, his heart, his soul, his spirit, with with things that will enable him to do what only he can do. Do what only he could do. So let's read this passage in Mark chapter one, uh, uh, verse 29 through 39. It says this, as soon as they left the synagogue, this Jesus and some disciples, they went with James and John to the house of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever. And they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening, after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak who they knew, uh, because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon, which is Peter, and his companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee preaching in their synagogues, and driving out demons. So, in order for us to sort of stop this from emptying, and in order for us to refill it, we've gotta have a rhythm of replenishment in our life. We have to set up rhythms of Replenishment. Another word for rhythm is pattern. We have to set up patterns in our lives that we are able to replenish this bucket. Because you and I are not the person God wants us to be unless this right here is riding high. And Jesus knew that. Jesus wouldn't be able to do the things that only Jesus could do unless he had a full bucket. So he set up rhythms or patterns of replenishment. Guess what? We need to do the same thing as well. And if Jesus is not a God has to do it, uh, I'm thinking we might need to do that as well. And so what does that look like? Well, number one, we've got to, uh, we've got to connect to God. We have to connect to God. We say, well, Frank, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Of course i got to connect to God. Well, we might know that, but how often do we do that? How often do we do that? You know, uh, Jesus, as we, as we um, saw in verse 35, he said very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus went to a solitary place. Most likely, it, most of his solitary places were outside. It wasn't in a house anywhere. He went outside and, uh, connected with nature and stuff, but he went to a solitary place and he connected with God. And so he, he drew energy from God speaking to his life. Now let me tell you something. Praying for people is great. Just, just having time with God is great, but let me tell you something. Nothing's gonna fill your bucket more. Nothing is gonna fill your bucket more than God speaking to you. Nothing will fill your bucket more than God speaking to you. So in your time of prayer and devotion, it's important to to have that combination of, of, of God's word and prayer, but sometimes in our prayer, we just need to shut our mouths and let God speak. Put our phones aside, remove all distractions, and say, God, I just need direction I need you to tell me what to do. What do you want me to do with this? Lord, what I I just read in your word or what I just prayed for or Lord, what is it that you want to tell me? And what God is doing, he's just pouring. He's just pouring into your bucket the lifeblood of energy from his heart to yours. He's just pouring and pouring. Nothing will do that more than God speaking to you, than connecting to God. And so Jesus had to do that. Uh, Second thing, connect to relationships. We want to connect to relationships. You know, at the beginning of this passage, you know, there, there were some uh, there were some verses obviously in front of this where, um, where Jesus is doing some more ministry and Jesus, you know, he's like, all right, my, my bucket's getting lower, my bucket's getting lower. Yeah, Jesus had some times where his bucket was running lower than where it needed to be and he knew that. And so he went to um, his friend's house as we see at the, at the very beginning, as soon as they left the synagogue, they went to, with James and John to the, home, to the home of Simon and Andrew. So they went and, they, and they, just, they just hung out with friends. They hung out with friends. Jesus got to the point where he's like, okay, need a break, time out. I need to go hang out with some friends. I need to build relationships. You know, there, there are people in your life that they'll fill your bucket. Now, there are people in your life that will drain your bucket. Don't hang around them. They will. Now, I'm not saying you can't, to ignore them. Don't hang around them when you need to fill your bucket. Now, if you need to minister to them, that's great. But if you got people in your life, man, they just suck the, the energy right out of you. And you know who they are. Don't look around the room and don't look at your spouse. They just drain the life out of you. Don't don't hang out with them when you need to fill your bucket. Hang around people that bring life into you. Now, if you're thinking, but Frank, some of those people that drain the life out of me are my own kids. I get that, I understand. It's just you need to figure out a different way to connect with them, connect with them on a level, on something that they like to do. Every kid's different. We know that. And so we approach every kid differently. We just do. Some kids, I have to take them to breakfast or, or lunch if I want to just kind of hang out with them. You know, they just kind of open up when there's food in front of them. They're like, hey, I got food in front of me. Hey, I'm, I'm connecting. We're connecting. And it's good. You know, some people just, you know, uh, some of our kids, Just wanna be able to, you know, go for a walk or play basketball or just, you know, hang out with them or watch, even just watch a movie, just sitting beside them, connecting, watching the movie, you know, or something. It just, on a level that they are able to connect, connect with them there, and, and that's going to give you more energy. That's going to fill your bucket. Relationships, those important relationships, connect with relationships. Connect with your spouse in intimate ways, in even ways just hanging out. Just, you know, Suzanne and I, we have to go, we have to, we have to leave. We have to leave. We tell the kids, we're not parenting anymore. We're, we're off the clock, okay? Just don't burn the house down, and please don't let the cops show up, and we're going on a date or whatever. You know, you may see us, you may not see us ever again. But you have to do that with your spouse. You have to do that with your spouse. Your spouse should fill your bucket. And if your spouse doesn't fill in your bucket, or if you're not filling your spouse's bucket, then there, obviously there's a deeper issue, and that's counseling, and there's some things you gotta walk through that. But there should be people in your life that you should be able to connect with relationally. And you'd be able to say, this person fills my bucket. So you want to connect relationally. That's what Jesus showed us. So we want to connect with God. We want to connect with relationships. And we also want to connect to satisfying work. We want to connect with satisfying work, and we see this in uh, in verse thirty eight. Jesus replied, "Let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come." So, so let me explain it this way: Jesus was hanging out at some friend's house. He healed some people, cast out some demons. You know, after after he hung out with them, he kind of hung out with them for you know most of the day and, and in the evening. Even after dark, people were like bringing people to, to Jesus. And this is, in the first part of his ministry, very early in the ministry, I mean, we're in Mark chapter one. And people are already hearing about it. And so people are bringing their friends and, and, and people who are sick and, and demon possessed, you know, to, to him and he was doing his work after after dark and, and finally it kind of shut down. And Jesus went off to a solitary place very early the next morning. So they went to bed very early the next morning. Well. People started showing up at the house again the next morning. Where's Jesus? I don't know where Jesus is. Have you seen Jesus? No. He was just here. He was sleeping. He's gone. Where's he at? So they went hunting for Jesus and, and, and Simon's like, hey bro, they're, they're looking for you. You got more people. You got more things to do. You got to do these things. You got to heal people. You got to do this. Jesus like, no. No, uh, my, my purpose in life is to share the gospel the good news, and so we're gonna spread that to other cities, so I'm gonna say no to this, and I'm gonna say yes to this, meaning I'm gonna say no to the people who are banging at my door, who are demanding my attention, and I'm gonna say yes to people who don't know me, have never met me, and they need hope in their life. So I'm going to another village, another part of another territory. So he was about satisfying work. He was about focusing on what only he can do. Because let me tell you something. If Jesus just would have stayed around in that village, in that town, and just, I mean, he it would have drained him dry to see people just come in and come in. And and, and it wasn't really a part of, completely his purpose. And yeah, he he healed people, yes, but his his main purpose, obviously, to come into the world, to die for our sins, but to share the good news, to share hope through salvation, tell people about heaven. And so, what can we learn from that? Well, sometimes we gotta say no to some things, we gotta say yes to the better things. We gotta say, say no to some things and say yes to um, the better things. To do the best things, we may need to say no to those who are demanding our attention. You say, well, Frank, how does that look like in my life? I mean, I, I've, I've got this job, this work. I mean, it's not really I'm not really connecting to satisfying work. It's not really satisfying to me. How do I do that? Well, a, a few suggestions. You could start looking for a, another job or or a, a field that you feel like, man, I I can I can really do this, or I think this is really going to allow me to be more satisfied, to, to be able to be uh, to to where. When I go to work, I have more energy than, than, than it's draining my energy. So if you're, a, if you're at a job and it's just constantly, constantly, constantly draining, yeah, there are times in our lives, at work, that yeah, there are moments where there are holes in our bucket, but then you should be, also be at a job where there are times when it fills your bucket, when you're able to use your gifts, when you're able to help people out, when you feel valued, when you do those things, you're able to do that. But if you're at a job where it's just constantly draining and nothing's coming in, you need to get out. You need to get out. And you need to be able to find something different. Another suggestion is this. Like, well, Frank, I can't get out of this. I've got, I mean, I've got too much invested in this company or, or in this field or, or whatever. And that's fine. That's good. But you need to find work that will satisfy you. You need to find work that will fill your bucket. So what does that look like? You could do that here at church. You could do that here at church. There are people right now who are serving on our campus and in our ministry right now who their bucket is being filled. Why? Because they're being satisfied. They're being satisfied by serving in their giftedness, in their area, in, in their passion. So they're being satisfied by that, and they're they're they might be in a job situation that might be draining. Their life might be having holes in their bucket, but they're able to get it filled here on Sundays, or maybe it's on on Wednesdays, or whatever it is, or or maybe just certain things in our church that we do. We got Egg Fest coming up on April twentieth. I mean, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's work that's not going to drain your energy. It might be hard work and you know, and, and use your muscles, yes. But it's not work that's gonna drain your energy. In fact, it's work that's gonna fill your bucket. As you see smiles of kids, on kids' faces, as you're able to connect with families who don't go to church in our community, as you're able to, do, uh, so, to, to connect with them, your, your, your bucket is being filled. And so I encourage you to position yourself in a place that you can have satisfying work. That you can feel like, yes, this, I really enjoy doing this. This fills my bucket. Jesus, it filled his bucket to go to another village and to preach the gospel. Yeah, heals some sick. Then what did, he, what did he do after that? He went to another village and he did the same thing. So he did what only Jesus can do? What is something that only you can do? What is something that only you can do? Because the more that you're able to do what only you can do and that you're gifted to do, that it's going to fill your bucket. So connect to God, connect to relationships, connect to satisfying work. And the last one is connect to recreation connect to recreation, and in this recreation, it's, it's more, it's more, um, not, not just like playtime, but it's, but it's also rest, and so if you look at this word recreation, we have re, at the beginning of that word, and so that just means to keep doing over and over, to, to repeat, okay, and so creation is the next word, so creation, you and I are a creation of God. Our bodies, we're part of creation, and so, because our bodies, because we are part of creation, guess what we need to do? We need to renew that creation. Thus you have recreation. You're able to, to have some exercise. You're able to, to take care of your body with, with uh, you know, proper diet. You're able to get some rest. Able to, um, you know, to uh, do things in your, in, with your body to maybe go out and enjoy nature, go on a hike, those kinds of things. Man, that fills your bucket. One of the things I'd love to do is go and go for a hike and go see a waterfall. You know, I mean, our family's seen all kinds of waterfalls in North Georgia. You probably have two and and in the southern part of uh, North Carolina. And we'll drive three hours to go for a hike, you know, and go see some great waterfalls. And, and, and we're connecting with our family. We're connecting with the relationships. I feel like we're connecting with God because God created this thing that we're, we're, we're seeing. But it's like it does something for your life. It does something for your soul. So things that you can do, rest fills your bucket. Some of you are exhausted. You're just not getting enough rest. I, I know. I, I'm with you. I know what that feels like, and but it's amazing how our bodies are connected to this. How we, what we do with our bodies, what we, you know, you know what, what we eat, how much uh, exercise we get, how much rest we get. It's amazing what it does to our bucket because we we don't get enough sleep. We're not eating right. We're not getting exercise. We're not enjoying the doing the things and enjoying the, uh, nature and things that God has has given us, our bucket gets drained. And we don't fill it. We become irritable. We become easily frustrated. We're not really connected with God. We're not, we're not tracking with what he has for our life. And so we, want, we need to cre- connect to, your cre- to the creation. You need to keep doing things with your body that will help it, okay? Help it to fill your bucket. So connect with God, connect with others, connect with the relationships, connect with satisfying work, and then last, connect with with, with recreation, with some things that will that you really enjoy doing. Proper exercise, proper dieting, and stuff. So as we uh, as we close this, you may say, "Well, well, Frank." Ha- what does that look like? What does that look like? I mean, I, I've only got so many hours in the day. I've only got so many hours in the day where, where I can, can do what only I can do, so you say. And so, how does that fit in? You know I, I, I don't know, I don't know what to cut out. As I said earlier, it may not be more about what you need to cut out. It may be more about what you need to focus on and the main things. And so I've got here this, uh, this bucket right here. So let's say this bucket represents, you know, the, the, the time in your day, okay? Right now it's empty, okay? So this right here represents the time in your day. And I've got some sand, and this sand represents just all the, all the little things you've got to do, okay? The, the things that sort of fill up your time, and, and it's... Uh, and you, you start pouring this into your, into your schedule and your calendar is being full and it's just, it's just little stuff, you know? You know, maybe it's, uh, for most of y'all, it's like Facebook. A lot of this is Facebook. Lots of Facebook. Lots of social media. You know, maybe that's just kind of watching, watching TV or, you know, whatever. It's just kind of like, you're just filling every day. You ever done something? You ever, you ever got to the end of the day and it's like, man, where... Where did my day go? Well, this is this is where your day went. All this stuff right here. So you have all this, and it's just filled up. And you know, just like this sand. It's sand is fun. We like sand. It's sand. You know, it's it's play sand. That's that's exactly what this is. It's our playtime. And playtime is important, yes? I just talked about recreation. Yes. But it, it's just kind of fun to just do these things, to kind of sit there and just kind of let life, you know, just kind of veg. We all like to veg sometimes, and that's cool. But this right here, if we, if we have a lot of this filled up in our day of just nothingness, we're not really filling our bucket. It's like, well, I really have time to do the most important things is you know, I want to spend time with God. Here are the big rocks in our life. I want to I spend time with others. I want to take care of my body. I want to maybe join a recreational soccer team or softball team. You know, I, I, I want to I connect with uh, satisfying work and, and do some things. Obviously, I've gotta have a job and, you know, so there's important things in your life. And, and we get to the end of our day and those most important things like, like spending time with God, connecting with God and connecting with, with relationships Well, people who can fill our bucket, no wonder our bucket's not being filled. There's no room. There's no room. Why? because they're just doing just other stuff. Students, I, and i told my own kids this uh, before. Students, you're you're a generation where there's a lot of this happening right now. And, and I tell you, there's, I, I talk to business people, I own businesses and, and work at, at small companies, and they tell me all the time, this right here is a big problem with this generation it's like they're just wasting their time, you know? They're just kind of floating through life. You know, this could be, you know, Instagram, you know, or Snapchat or whatever that is. And so you don't have time for the most important things. And so you're gonna, you're gonna come to uh, an, an area in your life, in a time of your life where you're like, man, I never really had time to do the most important things that filled my bucket. And five years 10 years down the road, you just can to have a life of just an empty bucket because you didn't make time for these things. And I'm telling you, students, um, I feel you have an advantage in that if you were to put the most important things first, and adults, this is to you as well, if you were to put the most important things first, you're gonna rise above the rest because everybody else This is their model, and it doesn't work, it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. It's gonna, you know, I bump into this, these rocks are gonna fall out. What's the first thing to go? Your time with God, your time with other uh, people who, who fill your bucket. And so, if you want to rise above the rest and show that you can do the job and do it well, And if you want to make sure that you are filling your bucket, you want to make sure that you're putting God first. You want to make sure that you're putting your family first, those relationships first. You want to make sure that you are taking care of your body. You want to make sure that you're 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 doing work that is satisfying. It's filling your bucket. You want to make sure you're taking care of those things that are important. And then once you have these things secured, and again, this is all about a rhythm. Okay, these are patterns, everyday things. You go back to. It's gonna fill your bucket. It's gonna fill you. And then when you're done with this, you can then play in the sand. You can then like, hey, I've done the most important things, and so now I'm going to focus, and I'm going to hang out, and I'm going to do some fun things. I'm going to do some things that, you know, uh, they may be time wasters, but that's no big deal, because guess what? I've already placed in my life some things throughout the day and throughout the week that allows me to fill my bucket. And so as we look at this, we see that that there's, it fills it up to the top and there's room for some of the things that you really enjoy and the things that you like doing. There's nothing wrong with vegging. Just don't veg all day. Don't veg all week. It, it, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with doing some of these things, playing in the sand, but those most important things, those big rocks in your life, connecting with God, connecting with the with relationships, Connecting with satisfying work, connecting with with uh, your creation, your body, making sure that that's got rest, got exercise, those kinds of things. It's gonna fill your bucket. It's gonna fill your bucket. I've had people, and I experience this all the time. I have people all the time. They they feel like, man, nothing fills my bucket more than running. It's like, man, that would empty my bucket. But it's it's like you're you're taking care of your body, and it's you're, you're 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 it's like you're removing some of the clutter things in your life. So if you want to make some changes in your life, you have to get to the source of the problem. We're gonna, we're going to walk through that what that looks like in the next couple of weeks. But you got to get to the source of the problem. And you can't get to the source, just like that water line break example I had earlier. You can't get to the source of the problem if there's clutter standing in the way. And so clutter in your mind, clutter in your heart, clutter in your relationships, clutter everywhere. You're not able to get to the source of the problem to make changes because you're always, things are always in the way. Things are cloudy. Fill your bucket with the most important things in your life. So how full is your bucket? What does your bucket look like? Low, medium, or high? And what holes are in your bucket? And how are you going to stop it? And we're going to walk through that. You don't want to miss the next couple of weeks of how to continue to live a simple life and to just simplify Everything that we do.